the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 113 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 12. I'm Liam, and I am 9. And here we are. I said we'd try to record an episode before Halloween, and we're doing it! We're doing it! Yep. Um, so... Um, so, are we gonna do a Halloween episode? We will also do a Halloween episode. I wanted to Sweet. make sure we recorded this one because there's a lot of news to talk about, and we're gonna get pretty much right to it. I think we'll skip past the Star Warsy stuff we've been up to because it's been watching Resistance, and we'll talk about that in the news. So let's uh, let's just head on over to the news. Actually, let's talk just a little bit about uh, about our day. So Anna, you've had a very long day. Uh, mm-hmm. You wake up and you go to school Taco like right day. when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that, right that's I, a yeah thing yeah. that I used to say when we would talk about our day when we when I was younger and I'd say taco day so yeah yep so let's taco day that's um so so yeah and then you had a volleyball game how did how'd it go um well so the a team which is like the better team uh-huh. they won yeah. one of the game and they lost the other two okay. so they lost the match then the B team which is the not so great team which I'm on won the first game huh. but then. Um, the second game we didn't really have time for, oh. so we went to 15 and the other team won. Uh, okay. Did you get a serve over today? Yeah! Yeah! Up top. Awesome. You're getting so, better at serves. You're yeah, getting them over. Yeah, it's like a serve, a, serve a, um, a game. Yeah. Hopefully, get to two serves a game. Yeah. And then hopefully I'll get to, like, every serve a game. And then the season will be over. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll have to keep up your skills. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Liam, you and I had a regular day, but uh, we're having longer Tuesdays and Thursdays now because you have band, and I do this after-school chess club thing, Not too. Not just band, you I have band, this awesome... Also... So, the first half, I go to this, um, like, the first hour, something like that. I go to this thing where we work on our yearbook mm-hmm. and our uh, school newspaper. Trying to get out a Halloween episode. Or sorry, I <laughs> caught we're doing newspaper. a podcast. <laughs> um, sorry, a Halloween newspaper. Oh, cool. I mean, and uh, there'll be some articles about Halloween. I'm on charge of the comics and puzzles. Yeah, not crossword, just puzzles. But yeah. um, yeah, that's cool. Cool, cool. cool. And then the other. The next half, I'm doing band. Yep, starting to play that trumpet. So yeah, that's kind of our day. We're, we've been super busy. October is a really busy month for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll start to slow down in November, and we'll try to get back to a regular weekly weekly thing after October. We'll see. We're going to try. But uh, for now, let's head on over to the news. All right, so the big news, the biggest news, I think, that's been announced since we recorded last was the title of the new live-action television show that's going to be coming out in 2019, which seems like that's a long ways away, but it's really not. It's really not. Although I think it's like a year from now, the fall of 2019, I think. So it's still about a year, but what, uh, who wants to, who wants to say what the name of the TV show is? In three, two, three. 
The Mandalorian. If you didn't catch that, it's The Mandalorian. Yes, The Mandalorian. So... So yeah, um, John Favreau posted this thing on Instagram, and then StarWars.com posted a big press release the next day about it. But the little blurb about this uh, tells us just a little bit about what it's about. And it says, after the stories, and it's kind of weird that it even mentions Jango and Boba personally, I think, because they're not really from Mandalore. They're not really Mandalorian, but especially Boba. I mean, he grew up on Kamino, but whatever. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. Dot, 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 dot. Classic. Classic. Classic Star Wars four dots. Um, yeah, and then, and, then, and then the next day we got an image of uh, who I am assuming is the main character of this story a Mandalorian. He's got a rifle on his back. On his or her back, yep. Her. Yep, there is a rifle. We're going to see a photo of what that rifle looks like in just a little bit. Once I scroll down a little bit more. Yeah, because yeah. John Favreau posted... Um, uh, you mean once you? we get to the Ooh. next slide? You mean the cartoony one? Once I scroll down, what are you talking about? Once we get to the next slide. We're doing this professionally, Daddy. we got to oh. make it seem like we're in this thing looking at slideshow. Slideshow, okay. Anyway, uh, so StarWars.com posted more information about this show. Um, so we knew that it was going to be written and executive produced by John Favreau. And Dave Filoni is going to be directing the first episode, which is pretty cool because Dave Filoni's done a lot of Mando stuff, right? I mean, he has a lot of Mando experience. I mean, think of Rebels and Sabine and Mandalore oh, yeah. and Clone Wars. Think of Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, we never saw Mandalore on screen before Clone Wars. You know, that was a big deal. And that's Dave Filoni directing a live action thing, which is pretty cool because so far all he's directed has been animated. And, you know, could this open it up for him eventually directing a live action movie? I don't know. Um, So, so yeah. And then it says additional directors of episodes are going to be Deborah Chow, who has directed Jessica Jones. Which I have watched on Netflix. It's uh, I don't consider it to be for children, but uh, but it's a good show. Um, Rick Famuy- oh, Famuyiwa. Uh, I don't know this person, uh, but has directed something called Dope. Uh, I have not seen that. Bryce Dallas Howard, who has directed Soulmates and is also Ron Howard's daughter. Um, oh. She also is an actor. She's been in Jurassic World and other movies. Cool. Uh, the Jurassic World movies and others. Um, and Taika Waititi, who has directed Thor Ragnarok, which was awesome and it we loved amazing. it. And so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and it will be executive produced by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Kathleen Kennedy, and Colin Wilson. Karen Gilchrist will serve as co-executive producer. So, pretty cool. Um, really happy to see women directors on this um mm-hmm. that's pretty cool um i have did not have time to look up rick famiyiwa uh or i know taika watiti is um maori i believe yeah from new zealand uh and yeah he's an indigenous new zealander called maori um uh, so pretty cool 
So John Favreau on Instagram has posted some stuff and I was wondering, I don't know if we should, maybe this will be a regular thing. So Liam, did you want to sing, uh, John Favreau, uh, post stuff on Instagram song? He's not on Twitter. He's only on Instagram. I don't remember. Oh, it doesn't have to be the same tune. You could just make up a new tune. Something about John Favreau posting things on Instagram. Can I do it? Oh, should we give Anna a turn? It's been a while since Anna sung a song. Huh, you want to do one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. <clears throat> John Favreau post stuff on Instagram. 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 All right. Can I do one too? <laughs> we can do Liam's. I just want competition to do one. or what? I, no, we can yeah, do Liam's. Can. Oh, I just want to do, do one. one. Okay. All right. Sure. Let's hear yours, Anna. John Favreau post off on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All right. So this first one uh, will be recognizable to you kids because you're dorks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Coffee. 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 Stop. So yes, this looks a lot like Will Hood's ice cream maker. Because it is. Because it is. Seriously. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's just something in the background. I, I can't imagine it's going to be a, an important part of this <laughs> show. But oh, oh that's ridiculous. And here is Boba's... Oh my god, it's so cool! Oh, that is cool. Not Boba's, the Mandalorian blaster. Okay, so... Of sorts. Does it look familiar to you kids? At all? No, not much. But I can see, does it just use as a blaster, or is it used as a staff too? Like, It looks like it's... It looks like an electricity staff, and there's also that... There's also a scope, which looks really cool. It looks really old-timey. Does it shoot? Or does it zap? It looks really old timey. It does. It, so it looks like, like look at that, look at that trigger and all oh, that stuff. Oh yeah, right it looks there. like a, like an old fashioned rifle with this, uh-huh. like a t- it's called a tuning fork on the end. It, it looks, looks like, like it could like shoot a missile out. Oh really? I was thinking more like electricity or something. Oh yeah. So you kids, now we have not watched the entire holiday special. Oh my gosh! But yes, I know. No, I don't. We have to. watched part of it. I know. What what have we well, we've watched a cartoon from the, it. Uh huh. The the so Boba here I Fett have has that exact same rifle. Yes, yeah, see right there. Super what? similar. Oh my god. This is the first is. appearance of Boba Fett on screen was the Star Wars holiday special that came out in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And there's this cartoon where he is sort of hunting Han Solo. He pretends to be his friend, but then he double crosses him. And yeah, he's got this this thing, the same kind How of thing. How does he use it? It sort of sends shockwaves, I think, or shocks or something like that. I think he shocks this 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 big dinosaur-looking beast it's into a dinosaur. Uh, it's based off along one of those, and like a brachiosaur. Or a brachiosaur. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have to watch that uh, cartoon again and and refamiliarize ourselves with how he what, uses how that. How long is the holiday? The special? holiday special. Uh, maybe we'll do. A, we should do a. Uh, we, we should, should do, do a live Christmas. We should do a a, a commentary track for it. Just watch it and talk about it while we watch well, it. Well, the first thing I'd say is um, when uh, the first part we've seen really is when he's walking on the edge. Mm. And I was just like, he's waiting, walking uh-huh. on the edge. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to either fall off yeah. or for his mom to come screaming and say, don't do that. Because she's not uh-huh. running and screaming. He's standing on the wall. He could easily fall off and 
stuff could happen to him, and they're not going to get him. That's terrible parenting. They gotta do better than that. I know, right? I mean, who does that? Who does that? Give her a break. She's basically being a single parent. Chewie's off saving the galaxy. I mean, come on. Who cares? She can't be there 24-7. Yeah, whatever. I'll let my son die. (laughs) Save it for the commentary track that we may or may not record. (laughs) So... Uh, we should. It would be pretty funny. That would be and funny. ridiculous. Like, it would be a lot of this just this is horrible. Sense. I don't understand this. This is the worst. <laughs> it would be a Sorry lot. if you guys have other opinions. It would be a this lot of terrible. that. Oh my gosh, Why what are they, they doing? doing? This thing. <laughs> it 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 would be it's the only way I could watch the whole thing is if we made a podcast out of it. Because um, I still have never seen, I have not seen the whole thing. What? No, I. What? It's awful. Anyway, back to the news. They're <laughs> telling us to stop. Uh, New York Comic Con was a couple weekends ago, and uh, there was a new book announced. And I'm going to read you the description of this book, and I'm going to see if you can think it's not a graphic novel. It's Darn a, it. a novel. Darn it's it. a, it's a novel. And I'm going to see if you can uh, guess the name of it based on the description. On the verge of victory in what seemed an endless war, five former rebel pilots transform from hunted to hunters as they strike out against the vestiges of empire. Set after Return of the Jedi, this book follows a unique team, each flying a different class of starfighter as they struggle to end their war once and for all. So, okay, so so that means, like, one of them will fly an A-wing, one of them will fly a Y-wing, one of them will fly a B-wing, one of them will fly an X-wing, one of them will fly a U-wing. Okay, what do you think the name of this book is? Starfighter. Um, <laughs> no. A, B, U, X something. You're on to something. You're on to something, Liam. Spaceship. Spaceship? No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Why are all the letters? It's 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 something squadron. Wait, what are all the letters? No, you're thinking too hard. It's not something you would think of because it's so ridiculous. Spaceship squadron. Alphabet squadron. What? The name of the Oh my gosh, they should use that as like they should like say hi for kids in kindergarten who like Star Wars. Let's read Alphabet Squadron! That was my thought. I thought it was a joke, but it's not. That's so Alphabet Squadron! I'm sorry, I feel so bad laughing about it, but I'm just like, no! This is what you have to do, Daddy. Make a children's book about it. Uh, like, bring it into your kindergarten kids and say, Okay, so Star Wars fans in this class, if you are in kindergarten, let's learn our alphabet with Alphabet Squadron. Yeah. A for, for A-wing. A-wing. B, B is, is for, for B-Wing. B-wing. X, X is for X-Wing. <laughs> U is for U-Wing. That's terrible. And Y is for <laughs> Y-Wing. That's how the alphabet goes, but it doesn't. <laughs> it skips a lot of letters. Yeah. What C- if they introduce a C-Wing, a D-Wing, a D-wing and, and an E-Wing? Actually, there's already an E-Wing. Wait, there is? In, in Legends, at least. I don't know if there's one in canon, but there is an E-Wing. Anyway, I E-wing. I hope this book is going to be good. I think it is very unfortunately titled. 
Okay, sure. <laughs> I'll read the title with I'll read the description with the title. On the verge of victory in what seemed like an endless war. Five former rubber I'll just start from set. Set after return of the Jedi. Alphabet Squadron follows a unique <laughs> team, each playing a different class of starfighter as they struggle and the war once and for all. <laughs> oh, good lord. Like, it's like, um... Alphabet Squadron follows a unique team, each playing a different class of starfighter as they Okay, let's just be done. Okay. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? Anyway. Okay. Alphabet Squadron! Okay. <laughs> so at least we know there's a book that's going to be called Alphabet Squadron. It's news. Okay. Okay. Uh, some more news in, in uh, news that changed before we even had a chance to report on it news. Uh, Chuck Wendig is no longer working for Marvel. But he was? It was an, yeah, he was announced at New York Comic Con which was just a couple weekends ago, remember, uh, that he was writing a new series called Shadow of Vader, which was going to show Vader at different points in the original trilogy. StarWars.com said, and and this comic's still happening. Uh, He has at least written three of them, and four and five might be written by somebody else. Uh, Issue number one is a Friday the 13th homage with Vader hunting down kids at summer camp. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Issue number number two stars the one and only Will Hood. Issue, issue number three centers on a morgue attendant. Do you know what the morgue is? That's the place no, where dead no. bodies go. Where oh, my. Yeah, where like a, the person that takes care of dead bodies. Oh. A morgue attendant on the Death Star. Issue number four diverges to focus on the acolytes of the... Acolytes of the Beyond, which is something that's something from uh, from Wendig's. It's something from Chuck Wendig's Aftermath trilogy. The Acolytes of the Beyond were a group of people who sort of worshipped Darth Vader, and they went around trying to find all of the red lightsabers so they could find Vader's red lightsaber, so that they could do some sort of. A thing with it. They want. I think they wanted to destroy it or something, so no one else could use it. Or they wanted to use the force powers that were imbued in this in this lightsaber. Like it still had part of Vader in it, sort of, kind of like um Vader. like that Lando comic that had that helmet where there was like dark side energy in yeah. the helmet. And I think uh, how I think that I still think that's how Kylo, um, how Vader God, ever yeah. showed Kylo uh-huh. anything. Like there was still some dark force energy in Vader's helmet, and Kylo somehow tapped into that. Um, and that's why he was saying, like, show me again the power of the dark side. This is how you do it. This is how you but, do uh, it. But you just knock, you knock on Vader's you knock helmet. knock on it, like, hello, anybody home? Tap, what? tap, tap. Grandfather, are you home? I want to talk to you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Earth the Vader! Oh, Earth the Vader! Ah! <laughs> Earth the Vader! Hello, McFly! Is anybody home? <laughs> I'm okay. in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, and number five follows a New Republic pilot whose parents were killed by Vader, who joins the Resistance only to learn that Leia's father is the Sith Lord. Yikes! Whoa! That yikes. must be an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that sounds like an emotional comic. Yeah. Yes. So 
why was Chuck Wendig let go of Marvel? Fired from Marvel. So yeah, he was fired. Um, because they said because of the severity of his tweets and, and Chuck Wendig, uh, on Twitter, he writes a lot of very political things and he uses very vulgar language. And he's so very that means liberal. He doesn't hide anything. Yeah, he's just like, he says okay, exactly he says what he's exact, thinking, okay. and he says it in very colorful language. Yikes! Using all of the words, um, and um, and he's always done that, right? I don't know why that would. It's fire. nothing new, right? He's always done it. Yeah, it's nothing new. Like he did it before he wrote the aftermath books. He did it before they hired him to write these comics. He'd always done it. Um, but for some reason, somebody at Marvel, maybe someone convinced them like, Hey, this guy is too vocal about his political thoughts. You should fire him. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I'm really bummed. I I really like Chuck Wendig and I think, um, I can understand why people are rubbed the wrong way by some of the stuff he writes, but that's whatever. I mean, he's not, he's not writing hateful things. Um, he's, he's just very, expressing his opinion and right. very like down to business. Like he does express his things. anger at Republicans and okay. well, <laughs> he does judge them, but you know, I don't know. So I am, I think it's really too bad. And I just hope that other star Wars creators don't feel like they can't say what they want on Twitter because of this, you know, like, uh, they would have what's called a chilling effect, right? Where people don't feel like they can speak their mind. You know, and we want to be, we want to live in a world where people feel like they can speak their mind as long as it's not hateful. I mean, I don't want people to feel like they can say hateful things because mm-hmm. I want those people to just keep those things to themselves and not pass them on to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm really okay with those people just, uh, not talking. Um, but I want them to be able to choose to not talk. I, we shouldn't force them not to talk, right? Everybody should have the choice to say whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and social social pressure will keep people from saying certain horrible things, even if they think them. And I think that's also a good thing, right? Yes. Um, it is. You know, because those things can be very hurtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chuck Wendig is it was ang- is angry at Republicans, and I think rightfully so, mm-hmm. because of a lot of things that have happened recently. Um, yeah. And he doesn't shy away from expressing that anger. And he um, wears his heart on his sleeve. He does. On the yep. internet. Yep. His expletive-laden heart. So, yeah. Um, I, it sounds like he might still be, you know, writing upcoming novels. Because this was specifically a Marvel decision. It was not a Lucasfilm decision. Um, so I hope that he still has a hand in other Star Wars things. And I would, actually, I hope that Marvel changes their mind. And they're like, you know what? We acted rashly. Or, or like, that was the actions of one person who fired him. And that person isn't working for us anymore. And come on back, Chuck. I'd be okay with that. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah. Do you think he'd refuse? Mm, Yeah, he might. (laughs) (laughs) He might, in so many words. Um, All right, so... um, Yeah, so before we get to Resistance, we're going to talk about one more thing. The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Kathleen Kennedy will be with Lucasfilm for another three years at least. She has awesome. yep, signed a contract that, uh, you know, says that she's, cause her contract was up, right? Like she, she was going to be up until this year or next year, right? Well, she signed a con- another contract that said three more years. So that's great. Um, Yay. yeah, there's a lot of, um, contract. well, you just do. But why? Um, do you have uh, to? Well, you just I don't know. Keep 
doing it? I think because... um I wouldn't. Like, what if I change my mind? Well, so... Yeah, I mean, again, that gets in a lot of business stuff. Um, okay, we can talk about we, that. Off I could, the I could very briefly summarize it. Okay, I think yeah, sure. that so Lucasfilm is owned by Disney. Disney is a publicly traded company. That means you can buy stock in Disney. You can buy part of Disney, and then if Disney makes money, you get a little bit of that money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so people who are shareholders, people who buy who buy that little part of Disney, right? Um, they want to know. Um, they want to know what's happening with the company, right? So someone who works for Disney at that high of a level, Kathleen Kennedy, who's running Lucasfilm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a shareholder would want to know, you know, who's going to be running Lucasfilm for the next three years, you oh, know? Yeah. And then they might want to buy more shares or someone who might want to buy shares would want to know that, right? Yeah. To know, to make their decisions based on that, right? Okay. So for a company like that, they, want, they have to sign contracts so that people can, can have some sort of... Um, I don't know, stability, right? Mm-hmm. With their money. So, yeah, I th- I, at least I think that's why. <laughs> I don't <Okay>. know. <laughs> um, Good enough of an answer for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, this, this kind of relates a little bit to the last news story we just talked about. Um, I think one of the one of the reasons Chuck Wendig was was let go, and I think Chuck Wendig also thinks this is one of the reasons, is there's that certain segment of toxic fandom the 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 people who are just mean and think that Star Wars shouldn't be shouldn't have you know people of color in movies or um, you know the ones that hate on Kelly Marie Tran and yeah. you know what I mean um, those horrible people who dab on them haters. yeah dab on them haters the ones we dab on those whom we dab on um, dab so on them so like a lot of them were really happy about Chuck Wendig getting let go of Marvel Marvel because because he you know put in put a, a lesbian character into or a, a gay character into his novel um he and he was like a hero in the novel and awesome into aftermath into the trilogy yeah cool. uh, Sinjir who's one of my favorite characters from from Star Wars novels he's super he's an ex imperial interrogator basically he would like torture people to get them to talk in the empire and he felt so horrible about it and he just beat himself up about it and he was an alcoholic and but he would he ended up working for the new republic and for the resistance um cool. maybe not the resistance yeah for the uh, no for the new republic yeah cool. um with the <clears throat> yeah. well who knows maybe he'll show up in resistance um Ooh, that'd be cool that'd be awesome that'd actually be super cool Actually, that was that, You'd love we're gonna that we're gonna talk so we're gonna talk about that in our question and answer council. Um, who we want to see show up in resistance, but um, but yeah. So you know, on the flip side of that, those people who are happy about Chuck Wendig getting fired are we're not happy about Kathleen Kennedy getting another three years to run why? Lucasfilm. So just so why? at least they didn't. At least you know, in the last week, it wasn't all good news for those toxic fans. So have to just dab on them haters. Yeah. Dab on just, them just haters. Dab on them. <laughs> Those dab on yes. dab <laughs> them haters. Dab Okay. So yeah, that's how we we combat hate with dance. <laughs> that's yeah. how we do. All right. So next yeah, we're going to It's like those dance battles. <laughs> dab battles. Dab battles. Okay. Noise. All right. Okay. So 
So we are going to talk about resistance and then we're going to get to Canon news and then I have a joke. Um, but we are going to do something that we have never, I don't think ever done with our podcast. We are going to pick it up tomorrow. Um, because it's getting kind of late because Anna, you had that volleyball game. So, um, you know, our, uh, yeah. And our listeners at home, they won't, they won't, uh, they won't have to wait, you know, 24 hours to talk about star Wars again, (laughs) because it'll just pick up right where we left off. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to sign off for the night, but we'll be back, uh, tomorrow night. And, uh, as far as you're concerned, we'll be back in like five seconds. Yeah. All right, I'm going to play a little bit of music, and then uh, we'll be right back. So, bye. All right. Tomorrow, dudes. Tomorrow. 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 I edited that uh, part of the podcast that we recorded last night. While I was editing, I thought to myself, huh, we did not mention something pretty big that we did. Had nothing to do with Star Wars. But we went and saw... Hamilton! Hamilton! Alexander Hamilton! Alexander Hamilton! Waiting in the wings for you. Waiting, Waiting in, in the, the wings, wings for you. Never back down. Never let to take your time. Whoa, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. America sings for you. America sings for you. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Yep. Yep. The world will never be the same. Okay, stop. No, no, no. Stay on target. Stay at target. Stay at target. Anyway, it was awesome. It was so, so great. It, it was lived amazing. up to our expectations. And our expectations were very high. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's something that we did that we're, we just wanted to say. I know we've mentioned Hamilton before on the podcast, so... Uh, you dear listeners will be pleased to know that we have finally seen it and it is Amazing. glorious. All right. So something else that we saw for the first time since we last recorded was resistance, Star Wars resistance. So let's it talk about that a little great. bit. Um, yeah. You liked it, Anna? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Liam, what do you think of resistance so far? It was so far? really funny. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. In a non-laugh-out-loud way. Okay. My opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I well, don't think throughout that whole show, in my mind, I was laughing, and I thought that was funny, but I, like, never laughed out loud. I laughed mm. out loud when this thing went off the cliff a second time. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I had to so laugh. Funny. At the very end of the first episode, uh, right? No, it was the very end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first episode, right? No, or, no was that was the, the second. One. Oh, that was the third episode. That's right. We watched the first episode, which was like the two. we skipped the second on accident. Yeah, we skipped the second episode accidentally. We're going to actually watch that tonight, I think. So we watched the first two-episode-long episode, and then we watched episode three, the one with uh, Elijah Wood as a guest-starring voice of a pilot who is trying to steer Kaz down a dangerous... Uh, dangerous path of uh spine i I hope so probably yeah i mean i think he's on the colossus well he's a i don't (laughs) like him but he's a good character (laughs) true you know and it was interesting i knew he was gonna be uh, Mm, right from the start he was being too nice 
Yeah. So anyway, so back just the show in general, I thought the animation was awesome. I loved it. What do you guys think yeah, of the animation was, style? I like it. Yeah, Liam? It was really good. I liked the I liked the way it didn't look uh, really realistic. Yeah. Like the way the faces looked. Kind of like anime. Sometimes yeah. they weren't even in circle of shapes. They uh-huh. were in like squares. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. One I thing like that, that I yeah. I it's it, so it is computer animation but it's um it's looks like hand animation, right? But so it's a, it's a lot simpler to animate, I think, right? It costs less. And one good thing about that is because it looks like it's hand drawn, right? It can cost a lot less and still look good because we're used to like what cartoons look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but also they can have there's so like one of the cool things that a lot of I'm hearing a lot of people say about the show is there's so many different kinds of aliens on that on the what do they call it the Colossus right yeah. like a lot of classic aliens that we haven't really seen in Clone Wars and Rebels there are a lot of like just different kinds of aliens everywhere and that's probably because it doesn't cost that much to animate them for the Clone Wars they 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 reused and rebels rebels especially actually they reused a lot of different like humans on Lothal looked very similar you know because there yeah, were like ten models that they used and and they actually create models in the computer and then they just use those models uh, but it takes a lot of work to create those models in the first place right whereas I think with this different kind of animation that looks more cartoony it's a lot quicker so they can just add different aliens every week and it's no big deal mm-hmm. which i really like I that say rebels isn't good animation it's amazing oh no i like the rebels animation i just think they didn't have as much aliens a big enough yeah, yeah they didn't have a big enough budget to make as many kinds of characters as i would have liked um so i think i think that resistance so far seems to be kind of taking its time uh with the story like the overall story yeah. Right? Like, I don't even know what it is yet. Spying. Spying, yeah. But I mean, he hasn't I guess. started that yet. Right. He's just trying spying, to get a spying. life. Yeah, trying to get He's a life. He's trying to get a place to stay, not yep. sleep on the floor. Yep. Stuff like that. Because, yeah. I mean, I do that before I start spying for the resistance. I try to uh, have a, you know, valuable life. Uh-huh. Find out where your next meal is going to come from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,. But it, but it's obvious that there is a plan for mm-hmm. the overall arc of the show, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, I think because of the spy and like uh, what the the cardinal, uh, not cardinal, it's not cardinal, it's um, the the red stormtrooper pilot, Von Reg is the, is the guy's name, Major. Um, Major Von Reg. Yes, did he have? Did he speak? We never. Well, maybe we saw him like talking a little bit in the cockpit, but not to anybody else, right? So like. I'm assuming there's going to be a first order plot in this show because we saw his ship fly back to Starkiller base. Like I'm assuming eventually we'll see something that's happening in the first order that then brings them to the Colossus, Mm -hmm. the Colossus. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So it's called, I I keep forgetting that. Um, So, you know, we didn't get much characterization for that guy, but I'm assuming we will. Are you sure it's a guy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think we heard his voice. We saw a picture of him, too. Well, we didn't see a picture of him with his helmet off. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I think we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
But yeah, so uh, it was announced kind of in the uh, some, like the press event that happened for Resistance, um, where people got to talk to the cast and the creators and stuff. They revealed that this show is going to go up to and take place during The Force Awakens, at least. Uh, which I'm assuming it'll go beyond, maybe, in like subsequent seasons. But, uh, but now we know that Kaz grew up on Hosnian Prime. Right, mm-hmm. we heard that. Um, I think that might have been revealed in one of those videos. I don't know if that was revealed in the actual episode, but uh, but his dad is a senator who is presumably on Hosnian Prime, and then Hosnian Prime in the Force Awakens gets blowed up. Yeah, yeah. So that could be yeah. that could be a very emotional a season major, finale, maybe a very major plot. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that that could go that could go pretty dark. This show could get to Can a pretty you say serious this place. Could lean up to the Force Awakens. They they announced that this will go take place during the Force Awakens. Hmm. Yeah, that it will actually go. So bad for Kazuda's Yono. I know. So you know, I don't know. Comcast, but no. it's fun to say his full name. <laughs> Kazuda's Yono. So. Did you kids have any standout characters, characters you loved? Like, we met Kaz and Niku and Ye- Yeager and uh, Tam and Tora. Uh, which Tam? Ones, which Tam. one's Tora and Tam? Tor- Tora's the racer. Tora Doza. I like Tam. Tam's the mechanic. Yeah. yeah I like Tam. Niku, Niku stands out to probably everybody. Yep. I think Niku <laughs> is everybody's new favorite, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so great. Niku is probably. Niku and Tam. <laughs> Niku is interesting. I kept wanting to be, kept wanting Kaz to say, like, explain why he said he's the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Like, he didn't say he actually was. He did. But he didn't. He explained it. Did once. he, though? He was, he was like, he was like, <laughs> ugh, it was just a dream. A dream that I had? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically all he said about it. Yeah. But, uh,. But Niku is very literal. Kind of reminded me of Drax a little yeah. bit, right? Where he, he didn't quite understand figure of speech. Except uh, he's metaphor. not a big, giant, muscly guy. No, he's not. Who can? No, he's a he's a friendly <laughs> Nikto. Uh, it reminds me of like a friendly robot. Friendly robot. Yeah, he's Niku he's the Nikto. Yeah. He's. Yeah. Just reminds me of one. Well, even though I know he's not, it kind of reminds me. He kind of reminds me of one. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, Brainy from Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The Brainiac character. Yeah. Except he talks like this. Oh, right. And well, we they... finished season three of Supergirl. No, that's yeah. Another thing that's that another happened. thing. And we started season four, actually. Yeah. Watched the first half of the first episode of season four. Yeah. Right so we are up to date on Supergirl, pretty much, which is cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I liked Yeager. I think there's a lot there in his story. Yeah. Um, I like him too. Yeah, but uh, but you're both fans of Tam, and we're gonna meet more characters. I mean, we haven't even met half of them. We haven't met half of them. Yeah, Uh, I really liked uh, Aunt Aunt Z. Is that her name? Oh yeah, I thought she was cool. I love that. That kind of like she's kind of grumpy a little bit, but she's also got like advice. I like that. I like that. Um, Flix and Orca are my favorites, though. The Flix and Orca are the uh, the ones who. The two who run the shop, they have the pit droid working for them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Something about those guys. I love the (laughs) flicks, I think, is like, he's basically a bird. 
He just looks like a bird. Like, yeah. <laughs> he just I, looks I love, so funny. I love how he's just like, I don't have any money. And they're, they're, they're just like, just stare at him like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, no money, no parts. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, this show has potential. And I liked what we've seen so far. Me too. And we'll keep talking about it as we watch it. Um, I think we're going to get some interesting stuff. We're going to talk a little more about it in our question and answer council. But for now, let's head on over to Canon News. Me too. The Canon News song. Yeah, the Canon News song. Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm kind of working through the solo novelization. I'm taking it slow. I'm, I'm savoring it. Uh, and also it's not super interesting because I... I know the story. I know the you know, and how it goes. you don't have a lot of time to read. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of busy, busy month. Uh, but according to the solo novelization, it was Kira's idea for Dryden to hire someone to rob the convex. So, so that was Kira's idea to get that coaxium from the convex. Uh, so that's interesting. And that actually yeah. kind of leads to a question that I had that the movie never revealed, and I don't think, and the book hasn't yet. I don't think it will. Uh, how did Enfys Nest find out about the convex job? Like, we never saw that. How is she always one step ahead of them? I don't know. Yeah. So I wonder, like, my theory oh, my is Kira. that what if Kira's funneling information to, to the Cloud Riders also? Well, because I don't think her heart's in crime. She doesn't want to be a criminal. But she is. She works for one. She's like the second in command for one, you know? And now she's like the crime, now she ends up being the crime boss of the, of the, whatever the name of the syndicate they belong to. What was it called again? Totally oh forgot. But then she totally is forgot. one, the Blanket red. Crimson red? Dawn. Crimson yeah, Dawn. Crimson, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Anna. <laughs> um, yeah, but she, I think. she. But she was like, she went, is working for him now. She's working for mom. Uh-huh. Like. But I still think she, she has she goodness in her heart. So could she also be could she be sabotaging Crimson Dawn's infer you know a uh, whole operation by was feeding there, information to Was there to anything Enfys? that like what, was there any time that you think Enfys Nest and Kira like in the movie mm. did they like was there something that went between them? No. Nothing? We don't ever see anything between them, do we? No, I mean just like like an unseen thing. Oh. Just like a different like a tension or something. Well, I don't think I'd have so. to I watch know. it again, I don't know. though. Yeah. We'll have to we watch it. Watch we should it watch again. it. We should. Uh, so, another piece of canon news. You know those animals in the glass cases in Dryden's office? You know the little, like the little animal things in those little glass tubes. Yeah, yeah. they're alive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read from the book. Uh, this this is after the meeting when Han convinces Dryden to give them a second chance and go get the coaxium, the raw coaxium uh-huh. from Kessel. Uh, it go it said the book says they headed for the door, back stiff, and Han walked by a glass bell that held what Dryden called his guests. They had the look of taxidermied creatures. Taxidermy is when you like take the guts out of an animal and stuff it with uh. stuff to make it stay. Uh preserve it and make it look yeah pretty gross um taxidermy creatures but kira knew what they were and now han did too he watched horrified as one of the creatures quivered slightly and then froze again that dryden's a bad guy i hope kira releases them into the wild 
now that, you know, is she going to keep those things? You know, is Kira really that bad? I don't know. I don't think she is. And one thing that the book kind of uh, brought into relief for me, I didn't really realize this until I read it in the book, but I think when we go back and watch it, I'll be like, oh, of course. You know, Han sits down and he goes, oh, uh, what are you playing? Is this uh, Sabak? Right? Yeah. He, like, he intentionally mispronounces it. Uh-huh. He knows it's Sabak, right? Yeah. But he wants Lando to think he doesn't know how to play. Right? He's trying uh, to yeah. tr- uh-huh. trick Lando into thinking he's a, a noob. Right? Yeah. Um, but then later, uh, Lando... Lando calls Han Han. He mispronounces Han the same way Han mispronounces Sabak. Do you think Sabak he did that on purpose? Han. Yeah, I do. Does I, I think that's it, why that's why Lando calls Han Han. And it just stuck? <laughs> I think so. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It even says that it in, so in the book. Funny. I mean, in the book, uh, Mer Lafferty, who wrote the book, she she says like she writes that he mispronounced it the same way Han did Sabak, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty yeah. cool. Love it. So yeah, some good solo canon news there. Uh let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> Thought of this one late at night, so give me a break. Knock knock. Who's there? Dryden. Dryden who? Dried and wet, then dried and wet. You never know what the weather's going to do on Savarine. Wow. <laughs> dried and wet. Yeah. Dried, dried and wet. wet. You never know what the weather's going to be on Savarine. Yeah. Oh, I, I meant to say, you never know what the weather's going to do. <sighs> dried and wet. You never know what oh, the weather's yeah. going to do. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of a Oli and Lena jokes. Uh, that are, yeah, those are something that you guys have no idea what they are. No, I don't. So Oli and Lena jokes are like this old Norwegian form of joke telling. And oh, Oli, and, and they always talk like this, you know. They don't say this, they say dis. And it's this, an old uh, this Norwegian. It's kind of an old stereotypical Norwegian way to talk. Norwegian American, of course. In Norway, they don't talk like that at all, uh-huh. um, and most Norwegian Americans don't either. But uh, but there is some sort of a truth to that accent. And I grew up with a bunch of Norwegians, so everybody loved the Oli and Lena jokes. Oh yeah, oh they sure did then. Yeah. All right, now let's uh, head on over to okay, the question Daddy, and answer council the whole then. Now. This way. All right, let's go over there then. The question and answer council. Where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. My question for you kids is who do you want to see in Resistance? Who who would you like to see? Boba Fett. We, boom. Boba Fett. Boom done. So that would confirm that Boba Fett lived. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. All right. Liam Boba says Boba Fett. Fett. I'm thinking. Anna? Okay. Well, I like thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking too. I think I'll do what I'm thinking too. He's okay. like such a great guy. Mm, yeah. So nice. Honestly, I think... I'd want, um... Ooh, think about Clone Wars, Rebels. Who would you like to see? 
Is Wedge in that time period? Wedge is probably still alive, and he's a good pilot. That would make sense, actually. I didn't think about that. So, maybe Wedge? Yeah, maybe Wedge comes and races. That would be awesome. That would be really cool, actually. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Wow. Just like Wedge. The first star fighter pilot or whatever that popped into my mind. I was like, Wedge. I was like, ooh, maybe. That would be cool. Six months before The Force Awakens. Yeah, so we don't know where Wedge is in The Force Awakens. So that would be cool. Wedge, Anna. Nice. Nice work. I didn't even think about that. We could see... Do you think that Ahsoka and Sabine have found Ezra yet at this point? <laughs> that would be so awesome. Oh my gosh, did they all, all three of them? <laughs> all three of them? They're like, oh, and, we're on our, we're on our way back to Lothal. And what's Hera and Kanan's... Jason. Kanan's, yeah, Jason. Ooh, what if Jason's a hotshot pilot now? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be so amazing. <laughs> that would be so cool. What if we saw... Uh, what if Zevin Callis? We're on their honeymoon. I'm I'm a Zeb Callis shipper. Oh what yeah! If they were, what I if they were on their honeymoon? Well, totally. They, <laughs> oh, they went to Lyrason and they're like, he like Zeb has had his hands over Callis's eyes and then opened them and then Callis saw all the Lasat, oh, yeah. all the Lasats, you know. Yeah. Like they seem. I can see that. Yeah. But at the very least, they're really close friends, and yes. it'd be super cool if we saw both of them. They are, Maybe they, they were. Are, they are. Maybe they were coming back to the the galaxy, the known galaxy, to help with the fight against the First Order or something, right? Oh, yeah. There was uh, something I heard on, uh, oh, it's yeah, not called Callus Rebel Chat anymore, uh, Jonah Marie Macias and her mom, Jonah Marie Macias and her mom, uh, they had Rebel Chat for a long time where they recorded about every single Rebels episode. Well, they renamed their podcast, oh. it's now called Geeky Bubble, Geeky and uh, Bubble. because they're, yeah, yeah. The Geeky Bubble, I think, or just Geeky Bubble. Uh, anyway, so I think they mentioned on there that, uh, like, Kaz was coming back with some secret information, and that information was about the First Order. Where did he get that from? Could it have been from a Fulcrum? And could that Fulcrum have been Ahsoka or possibly Callus? Because both of them have been Fulcrum. So that would be cool. That would be cool. Callus was Fulcrum after Ahsoka disappeared yeah. on Malachor. Cool. Yeah. No, not Malachor. Malachor? Yeah. yeah. Malachor. Malachor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I think we all have our answer. Um, dear listener, uh, do you have someone you would like to see make an appearance in Resistance? Let us know, and we'll let you know how to contact us in just a little bit, right after we. Stump the lump! What food does Dryden Voss offer Beckett's crew? Yeah, nope. Oh, I don't remember. What does he offer? It's like a type of, like, a claw? Something like that. Oh, you're so close. Corellian clawfish. Ooh, that is so close. But it's something mentioned in The Phantom Menace. Actually, I don't know if it's ever mentioned in The Phantom Menace, but we know that one of the fish it, we see it, on Naboo... You know there's always a bigger fish? Oh, oh yeah, there is. It's one of the smaller fish. I almost had it. I almost had it! Oh, you have, this claw is in the name. 
All right, I'm going to say it. Kladuba. Okay. Ooh, Kolo Clawfish. Oh my gosh, you should have said it's from the... <laughs> It's from the Jedi Academy series. Oh, is it in Jedi yes. Academy series? <laughs> you should have said that. How it was it? Totally what, what, what was what role did it play in Jedi Academy? Um, well, he's when they're like on a field trip. Yeah. The mean guy is like, um, to the main character, he's like, afraid to jump into the water, afraid like a uh, clawfish is gonna eat you or whatever. Um. And then, um, they also, the main character and his girlfriend, they make like a shared comic about it, like huh. a little mini mini comic and they talk awesome. about it sometimes cool so yeah well there you go so colo clawfish i guess is a yeah is a food that people eat didn't realize Definitely. people ate that. kind of the alli- kind of sort of the alligator looking kind of yeah. fish in uh in on naboo in the planet oh, core the middle fish. The yeah middle fish. the middle one yes <laughs> the second fish that is the, the littler fish but it's huge it's like it is big it's like the size of a barge. It eats but, but the Sando Aqua Monster is way bigger. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's the Sando Aqua Monster? That's the big one that rips the head off of No, the, I think there's both of them. The oop, oop. There's both of them, I think. Oopie. Afraid you're going to get eaten by a Sando Aqua Monster? No, afraid <laughs> you're going to be eaten by a clawfish. Okay. Hey. clawfish. And then the Sando Aqua Monster is the comic, I think. Anyways, we have them. We can check them later. Yeah, we can. All right. Well, this has been fun. This has been two nights of podcast recording for us. So uh, count yourself lucky, listeners. You got us for two nights, although it's only probably, you know, one hour in your ears. But whatever. Uh, But anyway, thank you so much for listening to episode 113 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on Patreon.com slash Children of the Force. Your support allows us to do this podcast, make it better, and go to celebration in April. Uh, Star Wars celebration. We're going to have to start talking about that a little bit more on the podcast. Uh, It's going to be awesome. Wait, this should be our Halloween episode. Episode 113. Oh, 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 man. We missed a one. I guess we're going to have to delete this whole thing. (laughs) Or we can just be like... Okay, we're going to switch just to episode 114. <laughs> just be like, okay, we didn't mess up. <laughs> yeah, how about we do that, Daddy? And then we... we should do that. <laughs> no. Dang it. No, veto. All right. <laughs> if... Liam, you don't know what that means. But I learned it. In government. <laughs> I'm happy that I'm learning stuff. You're learning stuff about the American government? Yeah. Yeah, I think you know what veto means, though, don't you? That means like it's. Give a, me a break. You don't. It's okay. No, I've oh, no it's idea. okay. It's okay. Like you, like discard it. Like nope. Yeah. Not doing that. The president has veto power. He can veto Although laws. He can be Senate like no. The Senate can override the veto with, with two thirds of a vote. And there you go. Your grandpa is going to be so happy to be <laughs> talking about facts of American government because that's what he taught in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the it's many. Fun. One of the many things he taught. It's fun to learn. Yeah, it is fun to learn because it's mad. It matters so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. It and matters on a day-to-day basis, whether people realize it or not. It matters. Okay. All right. So, reach out to us online. Let us know who you want to see in Resistance any of these ways uh, via Twitter. At Forest Children. On Facebook, we are? Children at the fall, dark, fall, fall. Children of the Forest. Our email address is? ForestChildren at gmail.com. Our website is? www.childrenoftheforest.com. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always drop Nobody cares. Everybody knows. Everybody knows you mean three W's. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail or just record it on your device and email it to us. And we'd love to play that voicemail on the show. Uh, it could be an answer to our question and answer council. You could ask your own question for the question and answer council. Yeah, and awesome. jokes. And jokes. Yeah, we love jokes too. This man I shout needs out. help. I need help. This I need. Man needs a lot I need help. professional help. What? You know? I have a shout out. Anna has a shout out to Charlie because he wanted me to shout out to him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's right. like, "Hey, Anna, shout out to me again." I was like, "Okay, All sure." Right. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Yep. Shout out to Elzo too. While we're at oh it. yeah. All right. Shout out to Elzo. Cool. So finally, are you leave us. A shower now, or are you laying in your bed? <laughs> or are you? <laughs> Stop. You wouldn't listen Those to are... a podcast in the shower. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Daddy does all the dialogue. Right. I listen to audiobooks in the shower. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many places you can listen to podcasts. We won't name all of them. Uh, all right, finally. Oh, we have a podcast on, on like, toilet. headphones. So yeah, I was like, yeah, you can't yeah. listen to headphones in the shower. On the toilet. Stop. You, Leon. <laughs> Nobody ever listens to anything on the toilet. All right, I finally. I person on the toilet. You do, do you? Well, yeah. sometimes when I do go to the bathroom before I take you a shower and I have my music all set up, I do. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> Jumping the dude. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, finally, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. We love reviews. Uh, it helps the show get in more people's ears. We'd really appreciate it. So, <laughs> what? What is so funny? We looked at each other and we were trying not to laugh, but then we first laughed. Oh my gosh. Okay, right. okay, let's not have to see one of those episodes. Okay. Right. Okay, hmm, keep it together. All right, for Children of the Force, <laughs> I'm Al. <laughs> and may the force be with you. Okay, just so you know, I'm Anna. And don't may- forget to eat food, friends. Bye. And don't forget to get eight, at least eight hours of sleep each night. Yeah, courtesy just- to um, Star Wars. Courtesy of the Star Wars. Yeah. Get eight hours yeah. of sleep a night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure to eat macaroni and cheese. And spinach. Gotta get your spinach so your fixes are finished. <laughs> 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 you fix it to finish. Cause I eat my spinach and Popeye's. <laughs> 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 Liam fell off the bed. <laughs>